0: Support for What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue comes from Nature Shorts. Cradle your crotch with compost. Leaves, manure, and shredded pine cones support your business with nature's loving, scratchy touch. Try underpants that aren't just good for the earth, they're made of earth. Put some plants in your pants with Nature Shorts. Get $10 off a sustainable branch bra when you use the promo code BREEZY.
1: Previously on What the F Happened to Breezy Blue.
2: Nothing about Breezy Blue was entirely innocent.
0: And the Grammy for Best Comedy Album goes to. Breezy Blue. Breezy Blue!
1: <laughs> Witnesses say the car was found overturned. The vulgar
0: nightclub song. Nobody, no body, no body, no
1: For Midwest of the Americas Radio, i'm liz ziegler our producer is also liz ziegler one Z and liz one Z and ziegler i've been on a month-long quest to find breezy blue the ballsy body comedian who ignited the sexual revolution in the early 1960s after her mysterious disappearance more than 50 years ago i was determined to find out what happened and more importantly Why? My journey led me to several possible explanations. A sock puppet who had it in for Breezy.
0: I want Breezy Blue Jack. Dad, do you hear me?
1: A fanatical group called Americans for Wholesomeness that tried to derail her performing career.
2: (laughs) Sexual immorality, the kind made popular in speakeasy cat houses. By illicit entertainers such as Bluesy Breeze, are a rash on the wholesome hindquarters of this great country.
1: Then there's the Korsfjord, a Scandinavian crime outfit that set up Breezy on a failed rendezvous with the President of the United States. I can't be sure, but I think they're behind phone calls like this one.
2: Quit sticking your sweet nose, for it doesn't belong, Miss Ziegler. I swear it will be good night, nurse.
1: Finally, we have the famous comedians who seem to resent a woman on top. Of the sales charts.
0: Here's the naked truth. Bob Newhart lived to kill. The way he hated
1: Breezy Blue, there's no question he did it. Were any of these suspects behind Breezy Blue's disappearance? It's possible. But my gut says no. None of it feels right. All show business stars have jealousy in their lives, both personal and professional. And outspoken women with minds of their own will always rub some people the wrong way. But enough to make a woman disappear? Permanently? I don't think I've found the answer. And along the way, I lost sleep, a friend, and most of my mind. So, yeah, things aren't going so great. I was at a dead end. Until this. Remember this young lady from our second episode?
0: My name is Brittany Fishbein. I'm a professional gator wrestler. And I just might be the last surviving family of Breezy Blue.
1: When Brittany found out Breezy left no inheritance, she bailed on us. Ghosted. Poof. But this week... I got another call.
0: Can I talk to Glenn with the two N's?
1: Glenn's not here.
0: I get it. Glenn's your man now? Hardly. Then let me talk to Glenn.
1: What part of Glenn's not here are you not understanding?
0: Ugh. i I'll talk to you. Is that what you want?
1: You called me.
0: I found something here in Lauderdale. Can you get down here?
1: My travel budget is pretty well spent. I
0: might have found her. Found her? You know, Aunt Norma? Breezy Blue?
1: I sold my futon to the lady who watches my cat. (coughs) Now that Glenn has moved on, it wasn't quite enough to get me all the way to Fort Lauderdale. But it covered a flight to Atlanta, and a $34, 15-hour bus ride got me the rest of the way. I show up at Beach and Moan, the place where Brittany suggested we meet. My feet crunch on the sandy, pockmarked floor. Behind the bar, portholes reveal tattooed, half-naked mermaids swimming by. Somehow, they drink Corona Extras underwater.
2: Hey, beautiful. Can I interest you in a naughty gal?
1: And that is...
2: Cheap rum and a plastic pineapple.
1: Make it a double. As I wait for Brittany, the Lauderdale humidity cementing my back to the cheap vinyl chair, I am overcome by the overwhelming need to sleep. Why am I here? I want to go home to my cats. What's the point of all this? I give up. I just can't. And then, inexplicably, someone puts a dollar in an old jukebox in the corner. And when I hear her voice, well, that's an angel telling me to press on.
2: Ladies, let me tell you, they're going to be nights. When your man is just too tired. When hubby's need to nap is stronger than your need to do what a man and a woman were put on this earth to do, and I ain't talking about launching you. And when that happens, should you just tuck in the children and scrub the damn bathtub? What? And leave your needs unfulfilled? Hell no! Throw back your shoulders, ladies, and thrust out that chest. You know our motto. (laughs) Go on and get it. Take what you deserve. Go on and feed that uncontrollable urge. Go on and get it. Till you have your adherb, because ladies need it too. Who's she to?
1: Liz, I saw her. Breezy Blue. You saw what? That's impossible. Nobody has seen her in 50
0: years. Well, then I'll win a grand prize or something. Just, no. Breezy
1: would have to be close to 90 years old. Look. Brittany reaches into a Target bag and pulls out a copy of Breezy Blows In, one of her last albums. She's all dolled up on the cover, Hair teased up high, lips pouting, bending over to show a hint of cleavage in her powder blue sequined gown. This is her, right? Of course. It's her record.
0: Then I saw her. Same dress and everything.
1: If you saw Breezy Blue, and it's nearly impossible that you did, you think she'd be wearing the same 50 year old dress? I mean, where would you possibly see her? In the window. Of Saul Goldblatt's condo. Is it possible? Is Breezy Blue, the real breezy freaking blue, hiding out here in Fort Lauderdale? Possibly in the home of her longtime manager and confidant? Am I getting too close? And is this why Saul wants me to give up? There's only one way to find out. And we head to Saul's right after this message from Nature Shorts. If you're like me, you know most conventional underwear is manufactured in sweatshops using materials harvested from old car batteries. Nature Shorts is out to change all that. Find out just how soft and supportive pine cones can be when they're fed into a wood chipper and compressed into a pair of sustainable undershorts. If you don't have seasonal allergies, put some trees between your knees with nature shorts.
0: Right up there! See? Third window from the left.
1: The good reverend Screwloose claimed Saul lived in a palace. But coral fountains hardly qualifies. It's a faded, flamingo-pink high-rise with no actual fountains. There are, however, stray bocce balls everywhere. Up there! That one! I hold my breath and look up to a window on the third floor. The curtains are open, but it's impossible to see anything inside. Nothing. I'm already dreading the long bus ride back to Atlanta. You brought me to the tip of America's penis to look into a dark apartment? It's dark now, but last night when the lights were on, you could see
0: straight inside and she was there, I swear. Just like the
1: album cover. Even if Breezy was there, she'd look nothing like that picture. She'd be a golden girl, the super old one. I saw
0: what I saw. And if Aunt Norma is still around, I want to meet her.
1: You want money.
0: She's family. And maybe this family's got money.
1: Well, it doesn't look like she's here now.
0: One way to find out? No. Don't make me wrestle
1: you. I reluctantly follow Brittany into a shadowy lobby, where tattered issues of Entertainment Weekly, circa 1997, litter a coffee table. There's a welcome desk. Literally, a card table with a handwritten, welcome desk sign. But we're well past visiting hours. Isn't there security?
0: Honey, this is Florida. Florida.
1: After an inexplicably long ride in the world's smallest elevator, we arrive on the third floor. The combined smell of cat urine and cocoa butter is disturbing.
0: 3.13. This is it.
1: Fine. Here goes nothing.
0: What are you doing? Knocking. I haven't learned much from gator wrestling, but I do know this. Catching one requires the element of surprise.
1: Holy s**t! Here's the surprise. Brittany reaches into her backpack and pulls out a knife. Hey, hey, hey,
0: hey! I was just kidding about the knocking! Chillax, Jabez! Here, take this. Broward County Mass Transit? Some kind of credit card? Yes, genius. Issued by the city bus.
1: Brittany uses the blade to carve an oblong notch into the bus card.
0: Like so. A little more here. Yep, that ought to do it. What are you? Watch and learn. Take card. Slide between
1: door and frame. I think you've been watching too many CSI shows. Hook around the lock. Pull the door back and up
0: and... We're in. Okay. That's
1: sort of amazing. You got a flashlight? There's one on my phone. Wait a sec. Here. Here. I shine a dim blue circle on the worn carpeting of Sol's apartment. It's like a time capsule. Old showbiz posters on the walls. Ancient furniture in various shades of yellow and orange, including a chair that looks like a tennis ball cut neatly in half. Fringe flutters from paisley lampshades. But no Sol. And no breezy blue. Another dead end. What are you doing? Fixing myself a drink. She's not here. No one's here.
0: We have to leave. Maybe there's a clue or something. No reason we can't drink and look for... Shit.
1: Maybe it was just... All?
0: here take this what am I supposed to do with the bus card it's sharp ish you can use it for self-defense you stand there by that door I'm going to get the lights
1: why can't I get the lights you have a knife I have a sharp ish bus guard We are doing this. I don't
0: want to do this. One, two, three. Ah! Glenn? Hi, guys. Hey, Glenn. Pour you a drink. What the hell are you
1: doing here?
2: I'm guessing same as you. After what Shirley said during the last podcast, something didn't sit right.
1: Glenn was referring to this bit from episode five. Here's Hollywood gossip columnist, Shirley Sinclair. Saul Goldblatt? That preening
0: hairdresser slash bodyguard slash chauffeur slash manager? He could barely match his tie to his leisure suit, much less look out for Breezy Blue.
2: Hairdresser, bodyguard, chauffeur?
1: Oh my god, Breezy's car went off the cliff. And she didn't know how to drive.
2: So if Saul was really her chauffeur... He
1: knows. He knows what happened that night. Glenn, that's genius.
2: It it was probably nothing, but I had to check it out, you know, for... The show. Yeah, right. For the show.
1: You guys gonna kiss? No. How did you get in here?
2: Just talked to Mrs. Riley, the desk manager told her I was Saul's nephew, and she unlocked the door for me.
1: Glenn's dead
0: sexy. That's why she let him in. Well, <laughs> shouldn't we be leaving?
2: Actually, there's something you need to see.
1: Glenn leads us into Saul's bedroom, and my eyes burn from the haze of Vic's vapor rub. I don't get it. What's there to see?
2: Well, it's a bedroom. What's missing?
0: Nothing as far
1: as I can see. He means in the room. I know what he means. Liz? I take in Saul's things, looking for the clue Glenn obviously wants me to find. But I just can't. A closet? Doesn't every bedroom have a closet?
2: Right. And so does this one.
1: Oh, that's a bookcase, baby.
2: A movable bookcase.
1: And like a millionaire spy in an old movie, Glenn pulls back a book and the bookcase slides along the wall to reveal.
0: Breezy Blue!
2: Well, no. No skeletons in here. Not that I found anyway. But look all her old costumes.
1: Oh my god. The Bazoom Brigade fanboys would lose it in here. All her albums. Her wigs, her master tapes. Wait, are are these?
2: All the master tapes for Electric Freezy Land? Sure
0: looks like it. This old guy stole Aunt Norma's boobs. Her what? That's
1: what these are, ain't they? And there they are 1961's most famous pair of gazangas, contained in a fabulous, lacy 36C brazier.
2: Down my bosoms! You're trespassing, breaking
0: and entering, unlawful snooping. This stuff doesn't belong to you, Saul Goldblatt. It's Auntie breezys I'm telling you, it's mine. Yours because you stole it. I'm calling the fuzz. Call him. Then we'll see whose boobs are whose. Stop recording. Stop. You have no right. Hey. This microphone costs like $80,
2: plus tax! Elder abuse! Elder abuse! Saul, stop it! You're acting crazy! Give me those pastries, you little... Give me one good reason why I should! Because! Because I am
1: Breezy Blue. This is the part where I need to sit on the floor. Brittany, I'll take you up on that drink.
2: Are you happy, Liz Ziggler? You found me out, even after I
1: told you to leave the past in the past? Here's your chance, Saul. Why the f*** did you make Breezy disappear?
2: See, most of what I told you about Breezy Blue was true facts, though... Things were molasses slow in my bar the night Breezy Blue made her debut. I I was bored, and okay, I I like to wear a dress once in a while. Could I pull it off in public? It was my chance to find out. The the crowd loved Breezy Blue. You you have no idea The, the hooting and... The applause, the calls for encores—I, I admit, I
1: got drunk on it. I, addicted, I guess. But why not just be you, Saul Goldblatt, appearing as Breezy Blue?
2: Uh, this was a different time, kid. You, you think Breezy Blue caused a stir with her racy songs? If people found out. Breezy was a fell in an evening gown, I'd, I'd have been tarred and feathered. I,
1: actually, that's a best-case scenario. Which reminded me of what Todd Bjorkman told me about J. Edgar Hoover.
2: You have to understand, cross-dressing was frowned upon in intelligence circles. And by frowned upon, I mean taken out to the alley for a severe beating. So that's why you turned down the president. That would have been a hell of an October surprise. But why did you stop being Breezy? A victim of her own success. The more popular Breezy became, she almost had her own TV show, for God's sake. The, The bigger the chance that I would get found out. It was fun as hell, but how long
1: could I keep it up? And Breezy couldn't just stop showing up for gigs. She
2: had to go away. For good. So, you hid her bazooms. And put away the dresses. I, I mean, I still wear them from time to time. I told you I saw her. But just for Saul Goldblatt.
0: So, there was never no Norma Fishbine.
2: Sorry, kid.
0: I think there are some Goldblats on my mother's side.
2: I'm broke.
0: Okay, nice to meet you. Call
2: me Glenn. So, are you happy? You exposed me. The guy keeps a secret for fifty years, and he thinks he's home free. Then why did you talk to us at all? That's a good question, Liz Ziegler. Breezy was her own gal, you know. She she wasn't me pretending. When I put on the wig and squeezed into that dress, it was like she spoke through me, okay? I don't, I don't know where all the stuff that she was shouting about even came from. She just happened. That is
1: terrible.
2: Dressing like a lady is terrible? Who are you to
1: judge? Pretending to be someone you aren't is terrible pretending to speak for women. How do you think people will feel when they find out one of the great female leaders of the sexual revolution was just a guy playing with his mother's lipstick? Okay, that's hurtful. Well, I'm hurt too, Saul. Breezy was a role model for me. Breezy had her
2: own voice. And if she spoke to you, well... Well, hell, she spoke to you. Look, dressing in drag, I... If I could choose to have it different, I sure as hell would have. Life would have been easier. But but Breezy wanted to get out, and for some reason I was her vehicle. What she had to say was important. If, if I could help get her message to Mr. and Mrs. America and, and get her message to you, Liz Ziegler, well, then I am proud to have been of service. Why did I talk to you, eh? Because I, I love Breezy Blue. I I guess I was flattered that, that you did too.
1: She was brave.
2: Hell yes, she was.
1: She spoke truth to power. Amen.
2: Maybe Liz needs some time to process all this, Saul.
1: Yeah, I think I might.
2: You want I should maybe send you a little
1: something? I don't know, Saul.
2: Oh, these machombas were made in the U.S. of A. Forever may they wave. These memory Memory glands glands are Americans, Americans. born Born in in the home of the brave. brave. These big love the red, white, and blue. It's time to set them free. Give Americans hope and shake those cantaloupes.
1: From sea to sexy sea. I never actually expected to find Breezy Blue. I was mostly hoping for an explanation, a solution to a mystery. And I guess we found all of those things. We found Breezy Blue. She even let me listen to Electric Breezyland. It's brilliant. I tried to convince Saul that maybe it was time for Breezy to get on stage again. Are you mental in your brain? I reminded him that it's not 1965 anymore. Times are different now. Breezy helped make them different. Breezy said yes. She opens Friday night at the refurbished Thunderbird Room right off highway I-595 in Fort Lickerdale. Stop by. There's no cover charge, which is a pretty good deal to see a living legend. Bring your bazooms. The revolutionary Breezy Blue wasn't who I thought she was. But so what? I'm probably not who you think I am either. Who knows? Maybe there's even more to Glenn than I know.
0: Thanks, Liz.
1: At the end of the day, we're left with her message. Love who you want to love. Be who you want to be. Without shame, without fear. Throw your shoulders back And take the love you want, no matter what people think. That's pretty f***ing good stuff, no matter who said it. So thanks, Breezy Blue, whoever you are. What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue is produced by Glenn Mazzara.
2: Good job, Liz.
1: What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue is a production of Midwest of the Americas Radio. If you liked this episode of What the F*** Happened to Breezy Blue, please share it with a friend. If you haven't already, please subscribe and review. It really makes a difference.